For the first time in 20 years, I had no job, no responsibilities, and a family of six to care for. So what did I do? I went to Spain for one month. This season of my podcast, The Holman Report, I'll be sharing almost daily highlights of my time with my family in Valencia, Spain, and hopefully we will all be changed. I'm Marty Holman, and this is The Holman Report. Day 8. Random Adventures Last night, Xander still wasn't feeling well, so the three big kids and I went out for an adventure. Like an amazing champion, Carrie took him to two different places for medicines and recommendations, and Spain has been very generous to our family in helping him feel better. I could have taken him to the doctor, but I'm learning my Spanish tongue is nowhere near where it should be. For instance, the other day I told someone, no hablo inglés, when they spoke very rapidly at me in a grocery store. What I actually told them was, I don't speak English. So we're leaving the important things here in Spain to the one who can actually speak flawless Spanish. I told the kids that they could choose where we went, to, where we went after we got on line 5 on the train. This is akin to the green line in Boston. It starts in the Burbs, which looks very different in Valencia, and ends up on the other side of the city. I was nervous about this, but truthfully, I had not really been on this line either, nor had I done any homework as to this part of the city. So it would have been just as serendipitous for me to make the decision. They picked six stops. Why six, I said, somewhat puzzled. Because that stop has the word angel in it. That logic seemed to me as good as any, and off we went to Angel Grimera. My apologies now to all those who speak and read Spanish fluently, including my lovely wife, as she will read this and cringe at my lack of accent marks. Unfortunately, I have not asked for her help as to where I find them on my portable keyboard, and also this makes for an interesting rabbit trail paragraph. When we arrived at the Angel Metro stop, the train here is called Metro, I realized instantly I could be in trouble. There were Spanish national police everywhere, and the crowds were so thick. My kids disagreed, however, because as soon as we came out of the tunnel, their eyes focused on a candy store, which was bright and colorful, and even my eyes were tempted. So we went in. I asked the cashier at the store how we could get to the Plaza de Ayuntamiento as I looked back, as I looked on an outside map and had noticed that it was nearby. Carrie mentioned it to me a few days ago as a central point for Valencia. The cashier smirked and pointed me in the direction of the plaza. I would soon find out why she smirked. Walking the kids in this thickly settled area of Valencia brought to mind the herding cats quote I hear all the time. But at least Xander wasn't among the cats. I probably would have cried. We walked two blocks, and regularly those Fayez fireworks I mentioned a few days ago kept going off all around us. 
If there wasn't such an environment of festivity, I would have thought we happened upon a war zone. And as we moved closer to the plaza, the thicker the crowd came. Then we stopped at the street where we needed to take a right to find our destination. And thousands and thousands and thousands of people, mostly women, marched on the street. And thousands. We moved through a slow spot to cross the street and found our way to a smaller plaza where I took some pictures with the kids. Then they played in the playground where I tried to figure out what I was going to do. I figured we would move upstream for a while and we could see the marchers and talk about why they were marching. Apparently, there were 200 reasons why they marched. Among them were domestic violence and equality of pay for women. So to participate, all one had to do was put on a purple shirt, scarf, or hat and march along. I believe we saw the height of the march. I found out later that it lasted all day as neighborhoods marched all day toward this epic finale. And from what we saw, there were hundreds of thousands of people marching strong in this area for women's rights. I talked to the kids about the power of ideas and how cool it was that Scarlett and Mariska would live in a world where they had every opportunity that Sawyer did to succeed in life and that my prayer was that they would help one another succeed and become the best people that they could be together. I did some thinking as we struggled to get home about one of the best things I learned in the march. I learned the power of ideas and how they were so much more important than organizations or brands. During this march of hundreds of thousands of people, I saw very few signs that had any logos other than the feminine stick figure logo that if I knew how to create on my keyboard, you would all recognize it immediately. Progress will be made because of that idea and that march. And then some organizations will come alongside of the ideas and march and then learn how to monetize the ideas, rendering them less and less effective as time goes on. In order to be most effective with any great idea though, we must learn how to organize ourselves around ideas and not brands. Brands and their organization always point back to the organization and keeping it alive. Ideas, if they're good ones, always point back to spreading those ideas without having to manufacture them. If they are good, they are good. No one has to tell others they are good. Good news is good news. The kids, tired and worn out, stood up in an incredibly packed train holding on to daddy and desperately wanting to try the chocolate I had saved for their mommy. Scarlett looked up to me and said, Daddy, I think mommy is going to love the chocolate we got for her. Is it okay if I give the chocolate heart to mommy? I think that's a great idea, Scarlett. Have a great night. You rock. <laughs>